Hello and welcome to another episode of Software Should Be Free with your host Tim Abel. Today another live stream went out, so for the podcast, here is that recording. Hello internet people. I'm sure no one's watching yet because I just hit stream and I haven't told anyone I'm doing this, but that's cool. It's all good practice and maybe I'll watch a bit later when Twitter tells you or YouTube tells me. Do drop me a comment somewhere down there. Let me know that you watched. If nothing else, uh, drop me a note on timwise.co.uk slash slash message. Uh, I've got a voice message thing, which is cool. I want to see some messages coming in on that. Cool. What's new today? <clears throat> this is a little daily update. Um, so I had a panic. <laughs> Turns out, if you don't file your confirmation statement and spend £13 on company's house, you can lose your company and give it all to the Queen. Uh, money and all. Um, thank that um, Starling Bank sent me a notification because I wouldn't have known because I hadn't updated my company address when I moved accountants so I wasn't getting that uh, I hadn't given them my email address so I didn't get that um, and uh, <laughs> they were going to shut down my company which is not very good so the message from that is you need to know what the procedures are even if you've got accountants because <laughs> it's important <sighs> but that's all sorted now <clears throat> thanks to Nixon Williams good job uh, so that was fun. Uh, what else is new? Um, still considering options. I have too many options and don't at the moment know what way to go. Uh, I have reached default stop on the idea of a systems integration consultancy. Uh, I've not focused on it that much um, in the last week or so because I've been focusing on what the mindset stuff um, and looking at the pre-sales thing as a as a possible avenue to keep money coming in while I do whatever else. Um, so watch this space. Uh, I got a meeting with my business coach on Wednesday, which is two days' time from now. So looking forward to that. Um, and hopefully I can have like a new plan. There's, there's, um, I was thinking the contract market was kind of dying, dead dying. But um, I did get a message back from one of the recruiters saying, no, no, there's still still more more roles than people in the kind of thing I do for outside R35. So that's encouraging. A um, bit mixed messages depending on who I talk to. Um, on the <coughs> pre-sales thing, as far as I can tell with pre-sales, uh, it's largely like the actual job. Uh, running around doing demos of, say, a SaaS company software to customers, uh, basically trying to persuade them to buy it, trying to show them how it, how it solves their problems, um, would give them value, um, and, and doing the legwork with maybe security people and tech people. Um, so that's cool. That could be something I do. Um, don't know where that's going to go yet. Uh, again, someone I want to talk to my coach about. Try and get some clarity in my own head. And speaking of my head, I have done a bit more of this. I'm not actually reading the physical book, but I have it. Uh, I'm using the audio book, which is cool. I still like that as a format. Um, a couple of things that are cool that came out of that. <coughs> uh, they got this idea of defusion, um, as in not fusing things together. Uh, the idea that we all get caught up with the voice in our head actually being us, which is a bit, a bit confusing in itself. But um, I certainly recognise 
I get like thoughts just randomly pop into my head. Um, and it's almost like they come from somewhere else. Like it's not the intellectual bit of my brain that's thought that. It just this the thought like, oh, you're rubbish at that. Oh, you're never going to do it. Or, oh, why don't we do this? Or, oh, that's a good idea. Or just it goes off on one sometimes. <clears throat> and to help with this defusion, the suggestion in the book, which I really like actually having had a bit of time to think about it, is to give that voice a name, which sounds a bit silly. <laughs> but do you know what? It kind of works. So I've named my inner random gibbering voice um, Bertha. Uh, if you're <laughs> of similar era and origin to me, you might remember the kids' TV show Bertha, Lovely Bertha, uh, which was a machine in a factory that would uh, somewhat independently minded just produce sometimes what they wanted and sometimes what they really needed or sometimes not what they needed at all um a bit like the postman pat in kind of the model animated model kind of style that seemed super appropriate to me because that little voice in my head like it is my voice in my head but it does random things sometimes they're helpful sometimes they're not and by the, the suggestion is so when that voice says hey why don't why don't you just give up this is silly you shouldn't do that no this is never going to work instead of arguing with it or thinking that it is your own inner voice and that that is the truth say thanks Bertha yep cool take that on board and then move on and it just allows you to see that separation between this thought generation machine as it were in your head and what you actually think and what you actually want to do which is cool so I've been doing a bit of that uh, and more recently, um, I've just today finished an exercise I started at the end of last week about rewriting your story. Um, and the point of this is to realise that the stories that we tell ourselves and that we tell others are just that. They are stories. They're like a narration around the facts of life. Um, and again, the, the defusion idea is in there that the just because a story has popped into our head um it's very easy to just believe that that is the story and that is the truth uh so for example in the story of my life like i gave up permanent work and went contracting and i tell myself a story about how um it was because i i couldn't really bring myself to commit to another permanent role based on like agreeing with a company's vision and wanting to really work with them on that for a while but that is a story it isn't a fact um and it could be that maybe the story is i looked at the money that there was in contracting and i went for that who knows um but the point is that these are all different stories so the exercise is you write yourself down a little story of a couple of hundred words although i couldn't stop there because i got a bit into it um and I won't be sharing it. <laughs> um, and then you highlight all the kind of unchangeable facts in there. And then you go through it again and you rewrite it with the unchangeable facts kind of being the same. Like started this job, went out with so-and-so, did this, ate that. But all the bits of narrative in between. The point is not to make it better or worse. The point is to make it different. <clears throat> So you just write the story again with the same events. Um, So for example, let's say uh, 
Yesterday I went to see some relatives and I had a really nice time and um, I felt a bit awkward because I don't know them that well. That's a story. So the fact in there is that I went to see the relatives. But the focus on the awkwardness and like what times were good in there, that's all kind of narrative around it. Um, And instead you could say, I went to see the relatives and... I put on my best suit, and I didn't, by the way. <laughs> I went in my hoodie as usual. Um, and, <clears throat> yeah, this is this is legit me, if you're watching. Um, you could fo- you can focus on different aspects of what happened. Like, um, the, the dogs came with us, and, and that was lovely. And I, I got to see so-and-so, and so-and-so's food was lovely. And, like, just focusing on different things, telling a different narrative. Like... Whether your narratives are truthful or a little bit make-believe or outright fictional, there's always different ways you can look at the same the same raw facts. Um, so the diffusion point around this, and I, I found that quite a powerful exercise to sit and do, um, is just really to drive home the point that there is this story that we've told ourselves and it's been internally generated and then we really stick to it like it's the truth, like it is us, like it is our past or our future. And that you can actually separate these a little bit more and go, well, yeah, that's that's one way of describing the whole thing. That is one thing that happened. Um, but maybe there are other explanations. I think that's pretty powerful. And it goes into what Coach said to me, which is, you seem to be holding on to things really tightly. And I think I am holding on to things like that really tightly. Like my story, I'm holding on to my story tightly. And maybe I need to just relax. And maybe maybe we'll do, I don't know. <laughs> so that's that. Um, another thing that's cool. Uh, I had a couple of my more entrepreneurial contractor friends round. And we played this. The cash flow game. Um, and that was created as an educational board game by the creators of the book Rich Dad Poor Dad, uh, Robert Kiyosaki, um, who I wouldn't say that I've learned all the lessons from it, but yeah, just chipping away at that as a journey. The, the core message is <laughs> have assets that generate income, not liabilities that cost you, including your house and your car. Um and when you the, the the main message of the game is that the day that your passive income from all its sources exceeds your costs, you can give up the day job and you can focus on that, which is a great message. And I have a long way to go. <laughs> and, uh, and one of the messages you can you can either do it by reducing costs or you can do it by uh, increasing your passive income, which is is cool. So. Um, but it's yeah, if you're if you're into that kind of thing, then it's quite a good game. I think if you were looking for like pure best board game there is without being interested in the personal finance and independent stuff then it might not be might not be the game for you <laughs> so one one for a particular chosen few friends i think uh, and that is it for today's not quite daily update um ups and downs uh, i hope you got something out of that uh, i try and sprinkle in a little bit of useful stuff as well as a bit of my story um maybe one day <coughs> people will look back at uh, <laughs> my success and come digging back to see what the story was or maybe i'll just carry on making videos for one or two people forever and just carry on contracting and 
not having the impact that I potentially could. Who knows? Um, we shall see. And I'll leave it at that. And I'll see you another day. Adios. Adios.